0: Yo, what's going on, Internet? The Black Kai here, aka TVH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to my podcast, Hokage Thoughts, the show where ain't no hoes, but we do think out loud here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you use to listen to this show. Today, in which I'm recording this episode, is September 23rd, 2019. And don't forget to rate this show five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you don't listen to it on Apple Podcasts, then get off Spotify, wherever, Red Circle, wherever you're listening to, Stitcher, go over to Apple. And rated 5 stars Because it helps the show grow um, It's been a little bit Since the last episode It's been a couple of weeks Nothing too crazy Nothing too crazy Or whatever But I mean the way I wanted to kick this episode off is uh, I wanted to say uh, the South come forward, uh, specifically the city of Miami. Uh, I wanted to hand you guys an L, so I don't know. This is kind of like obscure news. We're just going to be all over the place. I'm not going to lie. This is pretty obscure news. Normally, I don't really talk about sports too much, mainly because I'm not that big into like professional sports other than the NBA. But this is NBA news. Breaking news. The city of Miami takes an L, besides being cocaine cowboys. Uh, Bang Bros plans to submit... A $10 million bid for the naming rights to the Miami Heat Arena. Bang Bros would like to name the arena the BBC. Now, do you want to know what BBC stands for, ladies and gentlemen? It stands for the Bang Bros Center. Not for big penises, big black cocks. It stands for the Bang Bros Center. So, if you guys want to see them become the BBC Arena, Um, Make sure to support the Miami Heat. Just a mat First of all, all right. Listen, jokes aside, what is Pornhub's like obsession with getting their hands in everything? Because wasn't like wasn't it Pornhub or UPorn or one of them sites or whatever? Wasn't they like affiliated with some esports team too? Like they trying to get their hands in everything? And if I find it really interesting that they try to get their hands in like obscure things like this that doesn't make sense, why don't you do something that makes sense? Like why don't you make like a um a gaming platform like. Bang Bros or Pornhub Gaming where like all the e-girls because I mean I mean if you haven't heard the news at least on Twitch Amarath is showing her pussy. She got like a fucking 24, 24 hour ban for that shit, or it was like two days or three days. It wasn't that long for showing her pussy on stream and then her Patreon is booming and shit. So it's like you got women out there doing stuff like that. Um, you might as well create, like, a porn gaming section where, like, you can be naked and you can game and whatever. You can play naked, just dance, because that's what they like to do. Um, instead of trying to create the Miami Heat BBC Arena, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? It doesn't, like, they probably don't really think they're going to win, but I guess it's free promotion if you're looking at it that way. But at this point, do you, this Bang Bros really need promotion? Like, we already know what to expect from them. And also, let's say that it really does become the BBC Arena, Miami, you're gonna take an L for this, but also, uh, how is this gonna work for, like, children, like, cause, like, the NBA is, is E for everyone, it's friendly, it's, it's sports, you can't take your kids to the BBC arena, hey, dad, let's go to the big black Hawk. like, what the fuck is, like, I don't understand, so here's the letter that, um, Bang Bros proposed to, um, change the American Airlines arena to the BBC, Miami is known for many things. South Beach, beautiful women, sports teams like the professional NBA team, the Miami Heat. Miami is also known for Bang Bros. So it makes sense. Oh, is, is Bang Bros based in Miami? I don't know. I, I guess. <laughs> so it makes sense to pair up winning programs like the Miami Heat and Bang Bros for a sponsorship opportunity, naming the home arena they play in. The major, the major winning sports team the, uh, the city had, the Miami Heat, were led by legends Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and Chris Bosch. Not going to mention Alonzo Morning or any other Miami Heat stars, but okay. This is why another legend adult company, Bang Bros, wants to come in and put their stamp of approval on the arena. A new superstar is in town. As Jimmy Butler joins the roster, with Pat Riley at the helm, working his magic like he has in the past, Bang Bros feels like they need to show their support for the next wave of winning to come and give back to the city that's treated them so well. But both the Heat and Bang Bros have become a staple of the city. With huge fans of each, it doesn't get much more Miami than having an arena sponsored by Bang Bros. And then they did the whole $10 million proposal for, to change the name and blah 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 blah. Part of me feels like this is just uh, an excuse. I think what Bang Bros really wants to do is they want to create a funnel for content. If they were able to really sponsor the arena and get it changed to the BBC arena, that would give them some type of stock in the company, some type of power, some type of control, right? Um, and I, what I'm thinking is what Bang Bros wants to do is, like, if they could get their foot into the arena, they might not be able to get Jimmy Butler, they might not be able to get whoever else is on the Miami Heat roster, but they might be able to get the 12th man off the bench to, to perform in their next, their next porn movie, and then they're going to be like, oh, we got... We got player X, Y, and Z and fucking who's nailing pale in part three. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like this is just an excuse for them to try to weasel their way in and try to sucker some dumbass NBA player who's getting the veteran minimum or the rookie minimum into doing some porn on bang bros. But we don't want any porn in our goddamn NBA. We just want dunks, three-pointers, good passing, good coaching, and community service goddamn because the nba is wholesome don't nobody want to see this shit so this is just a funny story i wanted to share with y'all this is real shit if you want to look it up they're really trying to change it into the bbc arena um i don't know if miami is taking any type of consideration into this like are they taking this seriously or not if they are the entire city of, of miami takes an l um other things i wanted to kick this podcast off with is um i'm not sure if you guys know but bet launched their own streaming service called BET plus and uh, with BET plus you'll be able to uh, Stream from the comfort of your home baby boy as many times as you want Medea movies I'm I'm I just wanted to make a joke. I I just wanted to make a baby boy. I'm I'm sorry (laughs) You guys don't want to watch baby boy for a million times Like you don't want to watch that shit like you guys don't want to watch old episodes of College Hill like Who the fuck you know? It's funny about like it BET fucking sucks. Well, it might be good now because I don't know. I haven't watched cable. I haven't watched cable in like 10 years. I was one of the early cord cutters. Uh, I hopped on the Netflix way, way back when I was 19 and I'm 29 now. So like, what's the name? Like, it's literally been 10 years since I've watched live television. The only thing I watch live is sports and uh, I allegedly don't pay for that. There's ways to get the NBA games—you so can just call trapping out the bandwidth. But anyway, um, allegedly, 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 feds. So I, I don't listen to this podcast. Um <clears throat> Listen, um, BET Plus. Um, jokes aside, like the the, the the network, the TV channel, it fucking sucks. But the actual BET YouTube channel—if you guys haven't—I would actually recommend if you're looking for something to watch. The content on the BET YouTube channel is actually surprisingly really good. I was watching some documentaries on there. There was one like Finding Chingy. Finding, finding Chingy, that's like the first thing <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that sounds weird. Finding Chingy. Uh, they have like a documentary series where they uh, they document like um rappers that I don't want to say fell off but like they're past their like Prime, Or they're not in the limelight and it like catches up with them what they're doing and They have other type of docu-series on there, too That I think is really dope so if you're looking from content to watch on BET for some reason their content on YouTube is really good But it's fucking awful on television, so just wanted to put that out there BET plus. It's $9.99 a month So you guys can watch baby boy and Medea movies unlimited uh, Medea goes to space uh, Medea fights Thanos. I don't know what's next, but it's probably gonna be on BET plus um, also uh, I'm. I wanted to say I'm disappointed in society. Um, like I said today, in which I'm recording this is September 23rd, and on the 21st, there was supposed to be the Area 51 raid, and quote unquote, technically it did happen. But um, the way you guys hyped this up, didn't like three million people sign up for this like on Facebook, and maybe like a hundred people showed up to the desert in Nevada, um, to Area 50, 51. You had some people Naruto running on TV um they held like a little protest um and they had like a little concert they were what were they calling it like alien stock or some shit or a- area 51 stock or some shit so they had like some myspace mu- musician or something perform on stage for the area 51 raid um but what was really weird is like during the television report they were showing like the protesters And, like, you would have thought that they would have protested. First of all, nobody stormed the fucking base. Second of all, you would have thought the protest would have been something serious because I thought you guys really wanted to find the fucking aliens. It was all just a big meme. I mean, I didn't really take it seriously, but I was hoping maybe it would be something serious because I thought that would be funnier than trying to actually be... Like, when people who aren't funny are only funny when they're not trying to be funny. And I feel like everybody who showed up to this Area 51 raid party... Like they were trying to be funny, so then they just came across as cringy and corny. So like they had like this whole protest and the whole the whole time they were just like they had whole signs up and they were they were shouting clap them cheeks. What the fuck does that have to do with the, the aliens? Like I I just don't understand what the fuck that has to do with clap them cheeks, clap them cheeks. Also, you're not gonna find the aliens in fucking Vegas. The illegal aliens are on the United States border in let me stop. <laughs> Shout out to my Mexican people. I love Mexico. I'm just fucking around. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. It's just a fucking joke. Aliens don't only come from Mexico. They also come in they also come on planes from Africa. <laughs> and uh european countries they come from everywhere uh most illegal immigration for those of you unaware these motherfuckers come on planes and they just don't leave but whatever um (laughs) so shout out to all the real aliens in america shout out to uh john jones as well um the martian manhunter he's an alien very prominent one that contributed a lot to american society just don't bring any fire around him. um anyways so what are we talking about on this podcast? This podcast, we talking a little bit about gaming. I'm sorry, did I like that was a loud ass clap? Yeah, that sounds like yo That sounds like when you're clapping them cheeks. Oh daddy, oh daddy, what is this podcast, bro? This shit is off. I'm sorry, what was that? Damn, like imagine, like I can imagine you're sitting in public right now, like listening to this shit, me clapping my hands, and they were like, is somebody watching porn? whose cheeks are getting clapped and it's crazy yo it's crazy because i just sat there and said that like what the fuck was that protest about they were talking about clap them cheeks or whatever it just goes to show you like i always say on stream like i'm a liar i'm a hypocrite i just talk for every anything for the sake of the fucking joke bro and it just proves that i'm a hypocrite because i just criticized y'all for clapping them cheeks and then i clap them cheeks right in your fucking ear and you, now your eardrum is blown out because we were using them cheap-ass fucking AirPods. Because I know, like, half of y'all listening to this shit use them cheap. You probably, damn, you probably will listen to the podcast right now. Damn, this motherfucker right. I am listening to these drums with some fucking AirPods, bro. I hope your battery dies, bitch. Anyways, um, what am I talking about? Uh, oh, yeah. So, on this podcast, we're going to be talking a little bit about gaming. I'll a little bit of tech news. Um, a little anime. And then some life stuff. I don't know if it's really about life. But more so, um... What's the name? Like I just didn't know where the fuck to put it, but whatever. Uh, like I said, gaming, tech, anime, just my fucking phone, man. I dropped my phone. Anyways, uh, let's talk about it. All right, gaming, 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 gaming. You know we gotta start with the gaming because that's what I'm known for in the community. That's what I've been doing my thing for. Um, so for those of you unaware, the launch of NBA 2K to no surprise was fucking awful. NBA 2K20 had this whole hashtag that went on, uh, fix NBA 2K20. Um, There were so many fucking glitches people were running into. The online is laggy per usual. Ronnie2k lied. And that's one of the biggest things. There were multiple things that Ronnie2k lied about that he said were going to be in the game but guess what they were not in the fucking game so a lot of people got on the ass they got on his ass so much that they created a compilation of all the lies that he did because Ronnie live streams on for those of you know where Ronnie 2k is the community manager for 2k um, he's a fucking asshole nobody really likes him um, and he live streams on a website called caffeine TV um, it's one of the um, I guess I don't know if I want to call it competitor but an alternative to twitch and mixer um, and he streams over there f- pretty often and just gives away info and he was giving away a lot of info pre launch to NBA 2k People would come and ask questions He would answer them to the best of his ability and basically he answered a bunch of questions and it turns out he lied about a lot of things um, And nobody knows 100% sure like a lot of people are saying like it's kind of hard to tell a lot of people are saying that He's just like a straight-up liar But like it could also be that it was just maybe a miscommunication maybe like one dev total one thing and then maybe he spoke before he was supposed to. It's hard to tell. Either way, he still lied. Whether he meant to or he didn't, he still lied. It's just, we don't know if it was intentional or not. That's the kind of the, the mysterious part. But long story short, he told all these lies on stream about what's gonna be in the game. People are the fans of the game. They made a compilation of all the lies that he told on stream. Um, The game came out this motherfucker was silent, but they was on this motherfucker's ass bro on Twitter Just just flaming him. There was so at one point on Twitter number one trending was hashtag fix NBA 2k 20 number two trending was hashtag fix Ronnie 2k not fix Ronnie (laughs) 2k Hashtag fire Ronnie 2k now Me personally, I'm a strong believer in karma. So I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say I hope that he gets fired but uh, I'll say I would not be surprised and I would not be upset Um, and for like the first week like he was quiet he was quiet and then uh, 2k the official 2k Twitter they released this statement onto Twitter about the first patch this was on September 11th Um, They said 2k community, although many issues uh, Although many issues seen after launch have been fixed We know that there are still others that we need to resolve our development team is working hard around the clock to prepare uh, To prepare an upcoming patch that will address other significant issues. Thanks for your patience Uh So after 2k released that official statement on their official Twitter Ryan 2k quote tweeted that and he said as a fan of this game for as long as I remember these past few days have been tough. It's been a testament to you guys and how big this game has gotten and how you challenge us to be better. I speak for the 400 smartest people I know when I thank you for letting us to be part of your lives. Now, before we get into this sorry ass statement, because first of all, he didn't apologize for lying. That's That's the number one thing I want to point out. He did not apologize i saw a lot of people in the 2k community i really wish a lot of y'all would shut the fuck up about game development y'all don't know like these be the same motherfuckers that say yo nba live would be so much better if they got off the ignite engine and put it on the fucking frostbite engine uh even though they don't know that frostbite games are made for first person shooters and uh it 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 shows too because first of all they move they move Madden to frostbite and that game is worse than ever also anthem was on frostbite they had a hard time developing that shit like frostbite engine is made specifically for first-person shooters and if we're being specific we're really talking about battlefield and maybe the star wars battlefront game um it's not made for sports games the tools are not in place but they keep saying put it on the frostbite engine they don't know what the fuck they're talking about this 2km community is fucking annoying and i saw a lot of people nitpicking that part of the state more he says where i says uh ronnie said i speak for 400 of the smartest people that i know when i uh i'm Whatever the point is the 400 developers on the team that work on 2k. I seen people making videos There's only 400 developers that work on NBA 2k Only 400 developers. That's a lot of fucking that's not a small develop they like the 2k community seems to think that that's a small develop. That's not a small developer team CD project red that made fucking um What was it? Uh, the Witcher 3 at the time like they've their studios gotten bigger because the government backs them now They're getting more money but back when they were working on The Witcher 3, I think they only had like 100 some people on their fucking, in their studio, and they produced The Witcher 3, one of the best games of this generation. So when I see this statement, when I see people saying, oh, you guys just need to hire more people, it's not about just, more people does not equate to a better game. There's already a shit ton of people working on this game. They're just misorganized. There's a lack of direction. There's a lack of leadership, and it shows because Ronnie 2K gets on fucking stream, and he runs his mouth about things that he thought was in the game because like my theory is i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt he is a fucking asshole but i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt i don't think anybody would just get on stream and just straight up lie they're saying like oh you can respect your character or there's gonna be more pie charts in the game or something like that i think maybe a developer told him that there's a possibility that can be in the game maybe he spoke too soon or there was no confirmation 100 from the whole development team and he just spoke too soon he spoke too soon and he ended up eating his own foot he shouldn't have spoken what he wasn't 100% sure on Um, but yeah like the, the 400 people more people will not make the game better they're just not organized the company also not only are they not organized I, I could also argue that because people this is the first time I've seen the 2k community organize and create it was just a hashtag but they felt the heat 2k felt the heat. you see them responding to these messages and shit this is the first time I seen the 2k community band together and get on people's heads about what sucks the what sucks about the game like before whenever there was problem with the game it would kind of be like people would just be like ah eh, it's 2k and they would just play it and they would just take this shit this is the first year i've seen people like yo we're tired of this shit and 2k is feeling it where you at nba live please this is the perfect time for you guys to fucking get in the game and uh do your part but this is the first time i've seen the 2k community band together and you see they're starting to feel it um i did I'm, no, I'm gonna keep my comments to myself. I was gonna say some shit, but whatever I'm just happy to see the 2k community stuck together um, But anyway back to what Ronnie was saying um, I'd like to point out uh, I'm gonna read it back to you as a fan of this game for as long as I remember past few days have been tough But it's been a testament to you guys and how big this game has gotten and how you challenge us to be better I speak for the 400 smartest people I know when I thank you for letting us to be part of your lives Nowhere in there is an apology about how he lied about what's gonna be in the game and what's not gonna be in the game. He just wanted to point that out. That's not an apology. He just said, matter of fact, what's funny about this statement? <laughs> Let me it back one more time. <laughs> as a fan of the game, for as long as I remember, past few days have been tough. This motherfucker made it about himself. There are millions of people who play this game that pay your bills, making your company billions of dollars. And you, instead of talking about how shitty the fucking game was at launch, you made it about yourself. It's been really fucking hard for me these past fucking days because everybody's been calling me a poo-poo head. And I just, I know the game should be better, but you guys should think about me. Shut the fuck up, bro, and fix the fucking game. Nobody wants to hear that shit. People are past their patience and shit like that. And I would also like to point out another thing that he lied about. I thought about making my own Ronnie 2K compilation. Um, he lied about fucking i don't know if you guys remember a few years ago i made a video i think it was about nba 2k 16 or it was 15 and i said like five things that i wanted to be fixed for the next 2k i'm gonna guess i was talking about 17 at that time um and in there like i was cursing but like i wasn't cursing like in a way that like uh how kind of how flight does it like if you ever watch the flight stream flight be sitting on stream saying fuck michael wang fuck Ronnie 2k never said fuck Ronnie 2k I never said fuck the development team it was kind of like I was it's more like a frustration cursing it was kind of like um I remember I remember in the video I was talking about how and this is still an issue in the game by the way Whenever you steal the ball your player acts completely like you'll poke the ball your player will act completely clueless like he'll just be like Looking around and shit or the ball will get poked from you and your player will act I just don't understand that animation. Why is your why does your player have no type of off-ball awareness? Why can't that be fixed or whatever and I was like yo you guys need to fix this fucking part of the game and I remember he saw the video and he put it on Twitter. He was like first of all he made it seem like I was some type of a clout chaser. Like, first of all, I don't listen, bro. I don't want to come to community day. I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to hang out with any of you niggas in the 2K community to keep it a buck. I am just a big basketball fan. And unfortunately, and I'm not even a big 2K fan. To be honest, it has more so to do with the fact that like there's nothing else to play. I'm really, really, really rooting for NBA Live. I am a basketball fan, not a 2K. I'm not a 2K cocksucker, bro. I'm not one of these. You will not, you will not catch me on the fucking my team trailer. Um, gambling, promoting gambling, and then get on Twitter and act like you're mad at the game too, even though the company's lacing your pockets. You don't see me doing that, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) y'all be gassing up these type of people, but these be the same people that are fucking working with the company. But anyways, beside the point, what was I saying? Um, Yeah, I was cursing in the video. I was just like "Yo, you guys need to fix this fucking part You need to fix this fucking part of the game The shit is annoying and he said on Twitter his response to my video is he totally I had totally people love that video By the way, I had totally valid criticisms of the game I was telling the truth and this dude as the community manager dismissed everything that I said and he said we're not gonna listen to you because you cursed in the video so like if you ever came to one of my streams that's kind of been like one of the ongoing jokes like tbh you should have never cursed, curse curse because this motherfucker will not listen to you if you curse even though I had valid criticisms but going back to what I was saying the reason this makes Ronnie a hypocrite and a liar again is because flight was at community day and flight sits on stream this hasn't happened once it happens every fucking night he says fuck you Ronald Fuck you, Michael Wang, and fuck these retarded ass developers. He says in every stream and y'all fly him out. But when I criticize the game, um it's not that I want to go to community day. You guys don't even listen to my feedback. I just I just wanted to put that out there. Another lie that Ronnie pointed out. I don't know if anybody else noticed. Dude's full of shit. Um, but you know, I guess this is the price I pay for being honest. Um But yeah, I just I <laughs> I just found this whole statement to be funny. That was a whole tangent I went on. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm tired of talking about 2K. If you guys want to know what I think of the game, I-, I like some of the gameplay changes. There's some tweaks and changes that need to be made, and of course the game is forever laggy or whatever. But it's it's all right. I need to sit with it more. I need to sit with it more before I do a full review. Um, but my players at like a 97 right now. I got most of my badges. Like I need. I got all my shooting badges. All my playmaking badges. Um, I got all my slashing badges. I only had one. Uh, I just need like three more defensive edges, and like I'll be done grinding my character. The grind is fucking ridiculous this year, but I'll I'll do a full review on that game when I when I when I when I feel like I'm ready. All right, let me get a swig of this water real quick, and then we're gonna hop into a question from someone. Mm. (sighs) If you didn't know, there's gonna be a video version of this. If you haven't seen the video version, follow me at youtube.com/slash/theblackokage. You could actually watch me drink the water. That's pretty fucking amazing, isn't it? Um, <laughs> all right, so this one comes from Stoop Kid on Twitter. If you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me at Mr. Underscore. I keep it real. And she asks, what are my thoughts on? What are my thoughts on both next gen consoles being completely digital? How long do you think it'll be till they phase out this completely? So I think she's asking me, like, what do I think it'll happen or whatever? Okay. So thoughts on going completely digital? I'm gonna be honest, I'm old school. I like if if you're watching the video version. Let me see, I'm pointing right there. You see my fucking dirty ass fucking uh. Well, my it's, I don't want to say it's dirty, but it's like an unorganized. My unorganized drawer right there. I got a shit ton of games back there, bro. Like from different generations. I like i like having the discs i do i like the hard copy i like it i like it but i understand the digital especially in this age and creating content it is very beneficial to have the digital version because the moment the digital version drops at 12 you can just download it and then stream the shit versus having to wait for it to come to amazon from amazon the next day or fucking uh go to gamestop or whatever so that's cool now do i think that consoles will go 100 percent digital Yes and no, and what I mean by that is I think next generation there's a high possibility we will see Disless consoles, but I don't know if it'll happen like right at the beginning because so the rumor is that we're supposed to see the next PS next PlayStation and the next Xbox at E3 next year. Um, And then they're supposed to launch like in the fall or whatever so like the generate if these rumors are true next generation Consoles are right around the freaking corner You better save them coins now because you're gonna be the stock of the you're gonna be the butt of the jokes The poor boy when you don't got a ps5 and everybody else does on the new xbox because I don't want to be loyal I want to see what company I'm gonna be honest whatever if they both come out like at e3 and reveal their new consoles uh, I'm pretty sure I'm only gonna be able to afford one at a time um so, I'm going to be looking at which one looks like has the best features and the best games. I'm not going to... I advise everybody, please do not be loyal to this plastic. It is fucking plastic. These companies do not give a fuck about you. Pay attention to the news and look at what's best for you and what your friends are playing so that you guys can all play together. Because I'm going to keep it a buck. Yes, the PS4 did win this generation, but I was an Xbox 360 guy last generation. The 360 was far superior to the PS3 in terms of all the... All the networking options uh, with Xbox Live, so I will be paying attention to see what Xbox does, what games they will be uh, revealing. I'm not going to just be like, yo, I'm pre-ordering the PS5. We haven't even seen the PS5. That shit could be garbage, far as I'm concerned. um Anyways, I went on a whole tangent. I'm just telling you guys to be good consumers, okay? Don't be a fucking sheep. uh I think that consoles could go completely digital, but it won't happen right out the gate. I think what could happen this is just my prediction the first line of consoles maybe like the first two years because you know they do refreshes of consoles like every few years um, the first line of consoles will be disk based they'll have they'll have they'll have disk trays and they'll have big hard drives um, and then maybe they'll also offer digital only too that's what I think they'll do they'll, they'll offer disc and digital only and you could check you could pick it whether which one you want But somewhere down the line in the lifespan of the ps5 and the new Xbox one or two or whatever the fuck it's called Maybe like three four years into the lifespan of the new console. I think the companies will phase out the disk trays as Internet continues to improve and you'll only be able to buy a digital version but I think when the consoles first come out, it'll give us an option to buy both disk and discless. I think it'll take a few years though. Um I don't mind doing digital only. Like I said I do like owning a copy of the game and being able to sell it if I don't want it or just collecting shit to have a, a a drawer full of games or like a desk full of games or whatever. But I don't mind doing the digital as long as I'm getting good bang for my buck, bro. Don't let these companies scam you, man. Fucking they be charging way too much for like a 1 terabyte console and shit. Like listen, if we're doing digital only, I need at least five terabytes in my console because I don't want to sit there and have to constantly delete games and reinstall games over and over. And this is another problem that I have with digital compared to like with hard copies. Um, Yeah, you have to install games nowadays, but let's say I want to play The Last of Us on the PS4, right? I know I have The Last of Us because let's say I go to pick 2K up off of my shelf, right? The Last of Us could be next to 2K. I'd be like, oh yeah, I do have The Last of Us. I could play this. And I put it in a disc tray, installed, and it plays. Versus digital only, I feel like the danger that nobody's talking about in digital only is the human mind. You might forget that you have games. I would be forgetting all the time I got games because the thing is, like, these, these hard drives are so fucking small, and I don't want to buy another fucking hard drive. You uninstall games to make space for new ones and then you might want to play another one or you just you might have totally forgot that you had that game. That game is still tied to your account, but you can't play it unless you re-download it and you can't re-download it unless you remember you had it. But if the game is sitting on my shelf, I'll always remember that I had it and I can always revisit great memories. So I think like that's one thing about digital that a lot of people are not talking about. Like people are forgetful. Um... It would be cool if you could maybe like they had like some type of trade in uh, or like some type of way you could sell games. Actually, you know what that uh hold up Steam France. So some news came out about Steam. Hold on, let me look it up. Um there's a possibility. So like I was saying, it would be cool if you could like resell your games digitally like so you can make a little profit off of it or whatever. Um, this news just came out. I meant to write an article on GI about this. This doesn't have to do with console. This is uh, Steam PC. French court's rules, we're calling Audible, baby. French court rules Steam games must be able to be resold. So in France, um, a decision was made uh, to how fundamentally Steam will operate. Uh, basically, if you're a Frenchman, you will have the option to basically resell your digital games on Steam. Um, this decision will have no effect on Steam while the case is on appeal. So Steam is trying to appeal the shit. Uh, if the ruling is upheld, Val will be forced to change its store policy or face stiff fines. So there's a high probability that in France, like, you will be able to sell what games you have. I don't know if it's back to the Steam store or to, like, a friend or something like that. And if they don't, if they don't win this appeal and they don't follow the rules, Steam is going to get super fined. And I wouldn't be surprised if Valve... Because Valve is so fucking money-hungry. is why I low key hope the, the Epic Game Store continues to do well. If they're so money-hungry, I wouldn't be surprised if they pull Steam out of France. Just because they don't even want to pay the fines. So this is a story that you guys should be paying attention to. forgot to put this in... Oh, I was going to put this on the GI Podcast. Because I wanted to hear what Ethos had to say about this shit. But this is very interesting news. Pay attention to this. Because this isn't some country in the middle of nowhere. This is France. Whether, I Look, I know America. Most of my viewers are American. I know you guys don't care about anything going else in the world. But, like... I I don't know if you guys I remember if you guys the the news about uh the microtransactions being banned in fucking Belgium. Like I mean Belgium's cool, but come on, bro. Like it's fucking Belgium. Like what do you know about them besides they waffles and shit? What do you know about them besides waffles and colonization? (laughs) But this is France we're talking about. This is a power player in the world. America would not exist without France i don't know how i don't know if they taught y'all that in sc- i don't know what they teach in school because nowadays kids be recording tiktoks and shit in school so i don't know what the fuck y'all be learning but back in my day and, and when i was in school you learned america would not have won the revolution if it was not for the backing of france france had they had interest so we gotta we gotta have interest in what's going on on steam man. Huh? that's what i'm saying so pay attention to that story um what else i don't want to talk about um other gaming news the modern warfare beta happened this weekend and I actually got time with it. So if you're curious about what I thought about the other Modern Warfare uh, beta, I did not like it. The other one was the 2v2 mode. That shit was ass. I, I First of all, it's a sweaty fucking mode. And the guns changed like every round. So you never really got a chance to get a hold or like get used to the, the, the recoil patterns. And I also didn't like it because it was only on ps4 and xbox i think um and i don't like playing first person shooters with a console controller it's probably gonna piss off console gamers right here like i love playing 2k on console as well as some other games but i cannot play shooters on console and you will never if you've never gamed on pc and actually got good at gaming on pc you will not understand this but my pc gamers will understand where i'm coming from Once you get used to mouse and keyboard, you cannot go back to fucking controller because with the mouse and keyboard, you literally can point to where you want to point your gun. It's accurate and you can change the sensitivity way more. So there's just way more customization. There's way more accuracy with using the mouse and keyboard with the controller. It's like you move the analog stick kind of in a general area and you hope that uh, what is it, the auto aim or fucking what is that shit called uh aim assist you hope that the aim assist corrects your aim and bails you out oh my god bro like games with heavy recoil and fucking console controllers it just doesn't work for me i don't know maybe you guys can do it maybe i just suck with a controller. i'm just used to mouse and keyboard i could not play that shit but the modern warfare beta came out it was available on all platforms with this one you were able to play a bunch of different game modes and i was able to play on pc and mwah! I'm glad that I kept an open mind, um, I didn't. I reserved judgement uh, till the PC version came out because I enjoyed it way more on PC this Modern Warfare beta, I got to play Ground War, Search and Destroy, I think I played some TDM, I played a bunch of different modes, um, I played some like satellite mode, I didn't really like that mode though, but like Ground War, yo I'm not gonna lie, Battlefield, yo EA you better get it the fuck together cause Battlefield's in trouble. The new Ground War is literally Battlefield. It's literally Battlefield with Call of Duty gun mechanics. And I'm not going to lie. It was fun. But I feel like part of the reason it was fun is the crossplay worked in the beta. If you did not play the beta, I feel bad for you. The crossplay worked in the beta. And like what was really cool about it is like we were playing with people in the Discord. And like, I was on PC. Some of the people in Discord were on Xbox. Some of them were on PS4. And we were all playing together. And like when you went into a lobby, it showed a symbol of who you were playing with, who was on a PC, who was on Xbox, who was on PlayStation. Everybody was talking. It was toxic as fuck, bro. I'm not gonna lie, the vibes were right. The vibes were fucking right. I really like, I really like the graphics in the game. The guns felt good. Um, I like some of the game modes that I played. Um, if anything, I think the biggest problem with this game is kind of the same problem that 2K has. It's not that 2K is a terrible game. It's not that Call of Duty is a terrible game the community ruins this game man and part of that part of that is the the developer's fault at least for modern warfare a lot of those betas a lot of the maps in the beta suck i really hope the maps are better in the full game because a lot of the maps in the beta promote camping and what's really bad is if anybody hears this uh, just as some feedback like the insides of buildings you guys need to lighten them up because the insides of buildings are way too dark so what everybody was doing in the beta is they would hide in the corner near a door so you couldn't see them and then they would just shoot you everybody was camping in the beta and like people have always camped in call of duty but it was way worse than this beta because people quickly found that exploit that the buildings are really fucking dark um and like they would just sit in the corner so you couldn't see them and they would shoot you so i feel like the way the game currently runs i don't know if this is an old build or not it doesn't promote skill they need to make some adjustments to the maps there's way too many like choke points and areas on the map where people can camp and just shoot you and like uh there was there was spawn killing in there too um there were some annoying things in there but mechanically from the gunplay standpoint it did feel really good the beta was pretty optimized I, i didn't really have any issues um i was running it on pc um, I had all my graphics on like high. I could run an ultra, but I run it on high because I was streaming. So you don't want to go too powerful or your PC might blow up. Um The voice chat was weird. That's one criticism I can give. That might that might sound weird. The voice chat was clear, but like it puts like this kind of Vietnam helicopter chopper headset thing on your voice. We're like, rawr, 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 like, like, it just sounded weird. Can you take that off and just make people have like a natural voice? Because like when someone's talking shit and trolling to me, I don't want to hear. I don't want to sound like I'm talking to a Vietnam radio. And like, I, I just don't want to, I don't want to hear World War Two radios by default. Turn that shit off or give us an option to turn it off. So um, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to pre-order this. There's nothing else to play. I beat Gears of War five. I haven't played escape yet, so I'm not going to do the review yet. I haven't played escape. I haven't played. I haven't played what's the other mode horde i have i have played multiplayer so i have a few more parts i need to play before i get that review out i just take my time for those of you unaware i'm taking my time playing games nowadays because whether i get the review out a a week after the game comes out or two months after you motherfuckers are gonna complain oh this review was a week late i'm (laughs) bro fuck you dog you don't know how much time it takes you don't know how much it's crazy right here we go on another fucking tangent we're supposed to be talking about Modern warfare 2 it's crazy the same reason people love you is the reason they'll hate you if you go through my comments people say they love me because i really take the time to learn the ins and outs of a game before i share my opinion on it i hate when people come into my stream and i'm on the fucking menu i haven't even started a new game yet Yo, what do you think of this game bro let me play the game let me finish it bro people say the reason they like my reviews is because they can tell i really play the game and i learn the ins and outs of mechanics um But that's also the reason people hate me, because I take the time to actually learn the game and give a proper opinion. People are like, oh, you're so late with this review. Like, you can't make great shit every fucking day. And any person who thinks they can, I wouldn't trust that person. It takes time to make something good. Fucking, you don't get an Illmatic every day. You don't get a Force Hills Drive 2014 every day. You only get that shit in 2014, nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> yo, let me take a smoke of this water, yo. So if you're curious, yes, I will be picking up Modern Warfare. I will be streaming it. We will be getting toxic. I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. People were talking a lot of shit in that beta. I was getting them old vibes back, bro. I was like, hell yeah. This is is, is what I miss right here, bro. Um, So definitely look out for Modern Warfare betas. I'll play the the campaign and the multiplayer on stream when that comes out. I think that comes out in October or November. I don't know. I'm back on Assassin's Creed. I might play Mana Median. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about that. We'll see. We'll see. Um, But I'm going to need something to hold me off. Let's get off the gaming, man. Let's get off the fucking gaming. Let's talk about a little bit about tech. I got one thing I want to talk about in the tech section. I actually put this on my show notes because I don't see a lot of people talking about this, and this is kind of important if you're a consumer like me. I mean, we're all consumers. Some of us consume games. Some of us consume booty. It's whatever. Um, YouTube uh, has been sued and fined. Um, so YouTube was uh, fined a hundred and seventy million dollars for collecting data on minors. This is kind of big news like a hundred and seventy million dollars is a lot So yeah, they got fined for collecting data on miners and they were using that that data that they collected to Target the miners and try to sell them things they were serving them personalized ads and for those of you unaware That is in violation of the online privacy protection act I believe um, From what I looked up and that's supposed to protect miners from getting their data collected I think anybody under like anybody 12 and younger you're not supposed to be collecting their data or whatever um so youtube is getting hit with that 107 million dollar fine so if you have nieces nephews or whatever and you're wondering why they keep wanting you to buy toy x y and z your video game X, Y, and Z, it's probably because they're getting data collected on them they had data collected on them they keep getting served the same ads over and over and you know we as humans we can be programmed especially a young mind so they out here programming your children and shit um and because they got hit with that fine cuz youtube is taking this L there are some changes that are coming to the site that you should be aware of if you like to watch youtube so um what's the name right now it's rumored that like a couple youtubers have this already it's rumored that like kid friendly channels channels that target kids like toys reviews and stuff they will have to govern themselves via surveys like apparently youtube is like introducing this new thing where like you have to you have to check off these boxes like Is there kissing in your video is there fighting in your video you have to click yes or no and based off of that that'll help them govern your channel a little bit better but you have to fill out these things and be honest um, or you can get in trouble and we'll get into that Um, after this fine YouTube will stop serving personalized ads to children so even though they already got served a million your little nieces nephews your children they will stop getting served personalized ads um, because that shit's not cool um Also, no comments. This is a big one. If you're listening and you have a kids friendly channel, listen to this one. because This is probably going to piss you off because YouTube got caught up in this shit. Kid friendly channels will no longer be able to have a comment section and you will your notifications will no longer work. So one of the biggest things about YouTube and social media, period, is interaction with your fan base or your viewers or whatever you want to call it um let's say you do toy reviews and like somebody has a question about the toy because they want to buy it for their their niece or their nephew if they leave that comment that question well i mean they can't leave the the question now they can't even leave whatever let's say it's like a new gi joe with a super kung fu grip or whatever they'd be like the question could be like yo does the kung fu grip kill a nigga Now you can't even ask if the kung fu grip is gonna kill a nigga because by default, if your channel gets marked as a kid friendly channel, you have no comment section. So I'm curious because for those of you unaware, comments matter in terms of the algorithm. How much your video gets promoted is based off how many views it gets in the first 24 to 48 hours, how many likes it gets, and how many comments it gets. If YouTube sees your videos getting a lot of comments a lot it means that people like people are really engaging with it um, they'll promote the video more because people are inclined to spend more time on the site by typing and whatnot but now that there's no comment section on kid-friendly channels I'm curious to see how is that gonna kill off kid can't channels or whatever um, and then also no notifications so if you have a kid-friendly channel you have a channel where you draw like kids art or something like that Uh, Your videos are not gonna be sent to the sub box. You're gonna have to rely solely on YouTube recommendations And if you have no comments, how the fuck are you gonna even get into the YouTube algorithm? This is gonna be really fucking interesting. y'all. this is gonna this I'm surprised more people are not talking about this like this should be this is gonna be really interesting to see how this is gonna change the landscape Um, So some other things that YouTube is changing uh, because of this fine YouTube is treating anyone watching kids content as kids so if you want to low key, like I thought about this, like if you're tired, let's say like you keep getting the KFC chicken sandwich, uh, fucking commercial. You're tired of getting the KFC chicken sandwich commercial. Just go, just go watch some toy reviews. Okay. Because then it's going to stop. Like the reason they're serving you chicken sandwich commercials is because you googled that shit. But once you start watching kid, re- kid reviews or whatever kid videos, it's going to stop serving you the chicken sandwiches because they assume you're a kid and they're gonna stop collecting your data so that's kind of a way around just watch a couple kid videos or whatever (laughs) Uh, if you want the fucking the feds to stop watching you and shit so yeah youtube is going to treat anyone watching kids content as kids by default um, they're also going to use machine learning to find kids' content. Uh, so basically, like I said, like remember I said, there's there's a rumor going around that some channels are testing it in beta right now. You're gonna have to govern yourself on what type of content is on your channel. If you lie on them surveys. It doesn't matter because YouTube is going to use algorithms to try to determine whether or not your content is kid friendly. And this is also dangerous. It's good in a sense that like they're going to be able to find the liars trying to gain the system, but it's also bad in a sense because we know that algorithms, AIs and robots are not 100% correct. Look at the fucking uh, demonetization bot. My videos get demonetized all the time. That shouldn't even be demonetized. Ones where I'm not cursing. Same thing with other people. There's no sexual content, no cursing. The video still gets demonetized. And what's really annoying about that is you have to wait for somebody to review the video in order to start getting paid what's going to happen when this ai starts fucking up and mismarking videos that should not be marked now you're fucking people's channels up some more algorithms coming to fuck up youtube um that's another important thing to fucking pay attention to and here's another really big one if you're on a kid's channel i hope you're listening if you don't follow the rules you personally not youtube you can get in trouble with the FTC because these new things that they're putting in place where you have to govern yourself and tell the truth about your channel they expect you to tell the truth and if you don't it's no longer in YouTube's hands because YouTube is trying to help you with these surveys or whatever um, and if you try to gain the system and try to not pro- project yourself as some type of kids channel you can get in trouble legal trouble with the FTC and they are gonna be on your ass boy they are gonna be on your ass um, and I think this is really funny because I would argue that like kid friendly channels are the ones that have been making the most money on YouTube because they're not they're they're quote unquote brand safe. So like channels like mine have been demonized because I'm not even though channels like mine are the ones that have built YouTube, they've been demonized over the last few years because we're not brand and kid friendly. We're not like television because you know it's supposed to be YouTube or whatever. And everything's coming full circle. Now channels that are considered kid friendly ain't gonna make no money either. So is YouTube going to start pushing more adult content or are they going to, like, what's going to happen? Who's going to make the money now? Who, 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 who? I don't know, man. I don't know. And on top of that, YouTube got into some more hot water. Uh... YouTube released an email like this past week where they said they were gonna be removing the verification check mark on pretty much everybody's profile that wasn't a celebrity. Uh, They came up with some new stipulations on how your channel can be verified. And I'm just paraphrasing, I read it. Basically what I got out of the email is, and I think everybody else did too, and this is why they were pissed. If you're not not The Rock, if you're not Ellen, if you're not Jimmy Kimmel, you're not getting a check mark. And I have a check mark on my channel as well as a lot of other YouTube channels. Um, and they were removing verification because they were saying basically for people who can be impersonate, they're basically saying people like content creators on YouTube that built this fucking platform up, you're you're relevant now. We're we're giving the keys to Ellen. We're giving the keys, so people are fucking pissed about this shit. I personally didn't care because it's just a check mark. I like I'm verified in the streets, nigga, so I don't really give a fuck about being verified online or whatever. Because if I did it, if I did it, you'd see me crying on Twitter because I people say all the time I should be verified on Twitter. Oh, you you have such a credit. I don't really care, dog. Whatever. If I get it, I do. If I don't. I don't get validation from online. Um, I didn't care that they removed my verification, but a lot of people did. They thought it was foul because they thought they were catering to more to celebrities once again, which I understand. And the the CEO of YouTube, uh, Susan, whacking the Judy. I don't know how to pronounce her last name Wozniak or some shit. Nah, Wozniak isn't that the nigga that made work with Steve Jobs? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the name uh she released a statement saying that they're backtracking so if you're ver, they're gonna still keep the rules for the new the new stipulations to how to get verified on youtube like 100k subscribers or more then you have to have prominent influence on all social media platforms and shit like that but people who have already been verified they're no longer going to remove your check mark so your favorite content creator should be straight but that being said if you are if you're trying to blow up on youtube just know that it's got harder to get verified um but the main thing I wanna talk about is the the whole text in sh- the text shit is the uh yo pay attention to what's going on with this data collection shit. <sighs> Cause they coming for your kids. Okay. With that swig of water out of the way, moving on to the anime. I'm not gonna talk too long about this, just a little bit. Um, since the last podcast I started watching Doctor Stone. Um, for those of you unaware, Dr. Stone is animation available, animation and anime available on Funimation. I'm pretty sure it's available on Crunchyroll, the subversion. I watched the dub version. Okay, um, shout out to the dub nation. Um, so basically, kind of the premise of the story without spoiling anything, just kind of the general premise. Um, society's all great, all lolly galley and having fun and shit, and then basically everybody becomes petrified. If you don't know what petrified means, everybody be everybody gets turned to stone it's almost like it's almost like medusa showed up one day and just looked down on the world and turned everybody into stone the whole world turned into stone thousands of years passed, and then the main character manages to break himself free because he's like a genius scientist um and he breaks his friend free because he creates like this potion that uh is able to unpetrify whoever is so basically the way the world is like everybody let's say you're running right like you got froze while you were running. And so there's just like stones everywhere, like statues everywhere. And the main character managed to create a formula that unfreezes people. So he unfroze his friend um, and a few other people and creates this whole gang. Um, and basically his goal is to basically save the world from petrification and to find out what happened and what caused it. Um, the first couple episodes are really interesting because I'm, I'm gonna say right now, this anime is not for everybody. It seems to be like a mixed bag. People people really like it or people really seem not to like it and the people who criticize it say that it's really slow And I can understand that I mean I'm not gonna lie like I said I'm I'm a shonen type of guy I'm not gonna apologize, but Surprisingly, I actually really enjoy this anime, and I think I enjoy it. It is slow I can understand why people don't like it because it's more so it's almost like a um, a Science slice of life anime after the first few episodes establishing the world and people getting frozen, and then becomes him just trying to figure out how to save the world, creating different science formulas, fucking networking with people, and, like, there is some action in it, there is some action, but I don't want to get too much into it because then I would spoil the plot, like, the antagonists and shit like that, like, you would have to watch for yourself. Um... But like I can understand because it's more the anime is more about their day-to-day activities of them trying to save the world Interactions with each other like the funny moments and shit like that mixed in with a little bit of fa- uh, Fighting so if you're looking for a good pull-up anime and action anime this ain't it. I'm letting you know right now But it is a good kind of like Slice of Lice science anime. It's different. That's why I like it. It's different. Um, it's about science Like I don't think I've ever seen an anime about science. I'm pretty sure there are plenty out there that this is where the fucking this is where the fucking manga heads come in. You don't know science, like bro. I don't. I just don't know the anime. Like this is the first one that I've ever seen that's straight up about like science, and he makes it like cool. So it might it might inspire the youth to get into science. Who knows? The next the next like big um, like Bill, Night a science guy, might come from watching Doctor Stone. Like yo, you know what? I'ma be. I mean like think about it. Think about how many fucking how many fucking scientists have been inspired by it. Was it? Doctor Oak or whatever that nigga's name is from Pokemon, fucking Gary Oak's grandpa, whatever. I I don't know what I'm talking about. Doctor Stone is cool. I recommend it. It's not effort for everybody. It's a little slow. Um, I like the main character. He looks like a scientific Vegeta. Uh, His best friend is an idiot. Uh, There's a lot of pointless sexualization in the show. Like there was like like I was watching the new episode last night and there was one more like there's this girl that they hang out with. Like she's like talking to the main character and she's like sitting on her knees. And like fucking she has her arms folded directly under her titties emphasizing her titties and I'm just like what is the point of that, dog? like I just do y'all get off all that shit I don't get the fucking point of that shit but the the point I'm trying to make is if you're looking for something different to watch I would recommend it but if you're looking for something action uh, this is not going to be in be for you Uh, there is some decent action in there just the whole show is not about action it's not it's not fire force okay um which is fire by the way um i talked about that in the last podcast um if you need a place to watch dr stone uh you can watch it on funimation go to funimation and you can get a two-week free trial if you use my code the black hokage uh at checkout go to checkout for their streaming service use the code the black hokage you'll get a two-week free trial and after your two weeks are over You can, your first month is only 99 cents. So if you need a place to watch some anime, they got the subbed and the dubbed, and they have some uncut for certain anime and shit. You can watch Dr. Stone, Fire Force, um, fucking a bunch of other shit as well. Um, Shield Hero, all the, all the, basically My Hero, all the popular shows, they got it on there because they're the ones that do all the dubbing and shit. So, try the Dr. Stone. I like it if you're curious on my thoughts on it, but I can't share too much without, because it is so story driven versus action. I can't share too much about it because I feel like I would just spoil the plot. So check it out for yourself. Judge for yourself. I like it. Is it the greatest anime ever? No, but it's something different. It's a change of pace, and I like it. Um, Moving on to the life section of the podcast. Uh, this question was asked on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore. I keep it real. This one comes from Super T.O. Tweets, and he asks, is it harder to build? I can't fucking talk. Is it harder to build an audience or maintain one on YouTube and Twitch? Uh, This is a pretty quick one. Um, I know you're asking about YouTube and Twitch in specific, uh, which, by the way, first of all, can we just every time I'm about to do a new episode for this shit, I put out a tweet and I say, hey, I'm working on show notes for the next podcast. What do you guys want to talk about on this one? Leave your suggestions in the comment section below. Um, And respond to this tweet with your suggestions for topics for the next episode, right? I got about 50 comments on that tweet and about 40 of them were questions that I already answered in previous episodes. i don't actually why am I even saying this because it further drives my point home? Stop asking me to talk about things that I've already talked about if you don't listen to my show and I just caught that I just what I mean I don't even know why I'm saying that because y'all don't listen. So you're not even going to hear me say this. So I'm apologizing for this rant. You see. Th- <laughs> so this kind of pertains to what you were asking. So is it harder to build an audience or maintain one on YouTube? It's harder to maintain one. Listen, anybody can get one. Look at think about Fuck YouTube and Twitch, right? We're talking about just entertainment, period. Or anything, period. Anybody. Look at how many one hit wonders there are in the music industry. There are not a lot of Jay Z's. There are not a lot of Elton John's. There are not a lot of fucking nazes you see what i'm saying like i don't know why the fuck did i say elton john that's random but i you get the point there's not a lot of stevie wonders like there are legends whether what genre like whether what it doesn't matter if you listen to rock hip-hop country fucking i don't listen to rock but i know a lot of rock legends and that's because they're fucking legends and that's because it's really fucking hard to maintain an audience, but when you can do it, you become legendary and then people talk about you and blah 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 blah. But anybody can get one. I mean, what's it you guys remember that rapper? What was that news name? Like YC he used to sing that song. Racks on racks on racks. Rags on racks on racks. Racks on racks, on, racks on racks. That was like the hottest song of the summer in like 2011 or some shit like that. I don't know what year that song came out. Where is he now? Like he can't do it again. It's you can anybody can do something dope once it's kind of like um with humor too right i consider myself funny because i'm consistently funny but anybody can have a funny moment like you might not be funny listening to this but i'm sure you've made your friends laugh at some point or another but it's harder to maintain those jokes you may understand like dave Chappelle is consistently funny that's why he consistently gets netflix deals worth millions upon millions of dollars okay uh (laughs) so i said anybody can get one hit whether it's music whether it's like streaming like you could go you could go viral for anything fucking uh conceited i mean if you follow battle rap you know who conceited is but arguably the most popular thing conceited has ever done first of all conceited has been popular in the battle rap community as well as he's also on wild and out for like the past 10 years but arguably the most popular thing conceited has ever done is a gift that came from a battle rap, uh, a battle rap session. Um, it was that gift where he made that little mm, "I don't know" face. Um, but that's the most popular thing that he's known for. You don't know what you're gonna. Everybody's gonna get one. Um, and after that, like, he's still like popular within like you know the certain niches that he's popular in, but he's not mainstream. Like that gift is made, made him like could he get another. I, that was a bad example. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, oh, Mambo number five. I don't know if you guys remember that from the from the nineties. A uh, little bit of something. So, nah, 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 nah. I don't know the fucking lyrics. Like, where is he now? You know what I'm saying? Like, like he had one record, but he couldn't constantly... Re- it's hard to reinvent yourself. Because the thing, right? Let us let me use music for an example, right? A lot. The, one of the reasons that a lot of, like... I don't even want to say rappers. It's musicians, period. Because they call it the sophomore slump, your second album. A lot of reasons most people don't, don't make it past their second album is because... Uh, when it comes to your debut album you have your entire life to write that music especially in rap rap is all about telling stories um contrary to popular belief uh people who only listen to fucking the radio uh the good rappers are all about they they tell stories metaphors all that shit. you had your entire life to write a story right let's say your first album comes out to comes out when you're 21 from 21 back from the age of 0 to 21 all that content gets put into your album the problem is you're signed to a label or you might be independent and you want to put out another album in a year or two. You now have a year or two of living life to create content. And some people might have lived enough life to have enough content for the second album, but it, you most people do not make it to the third album. When You do make it to the third album. You notice a lot of people, especially in the rap game, you ever notice like the third album is usually when it has like a shit ton of features. That first album, it usually just be them with like one or two features. The second album, if it's good enough and it survives. It'll still mostly be them, but they might have like three or four features, but that third album, Beyond, that third album, Beyond, it'd be having like 10 features on that bitch. Look at the French Montana album. I don't think there's a song on the French Montana album where it's just French Montana. It's literally 15 songs with 15 features on that bitch, bruh, and that's because you had your entire life to live up until that first album so it's easy to produce the content it's not easy to reproduce moments though to constantly reinvent yourself look at madonna still relevant because she constantly reduce she constantly reinvents herself like that pussy's like 70 years old bro but fucking like she's still out there people are still checking for i don't know i don't don't know people i don't why did i say madonna i don't know um, so like I said, anybody can get one. Anyone can have one good idea. It's hard to come up with multiple good ideas. And also, like, you have to humble, you have to be humble to maintain an audience. Cause like what made you hot last year might not work next year. You have to be able to study markets and pay attention to where the market is going. That's why like people talk shit about me. Oh, you don't get as much views as X, Y, and Z person, but I have a core audience uh and that's because i can constantly reinvent myself where i can constantly do something new that can bring in some views uh that's why i don't trip off being the most popular or nothing like that because yeah that person may be the most popular for this year but think about how many youtubers and twitch streamers were hot last year and they're not this year they're fucking irrelevant bro because they don't have a core audience they got big from playing fortnite or something like that and then they get exposed for being a fucking pedophile or something that was a bad example because it doesn't matter whether or not you can reinvent yourself if you're a pedophile, you're you're getting the fuck out of here, my nigga. Like <laughs> get that bullshit out of here. Like <laughs> that was a terrible example. But you, you get the point. Like some people just get known for one thing and they want to ride that one thing forever, but that one thing, nothing lasts forever. You have to constantly be on your toes. You have to constantly be as hungry as when you first came in the game. How you gonna how you gonna be hungry but you don't want to eat, if that makes sense, you know? You, you can't say you hungry, but you ain't trying to eat. So I would say it's harder to maintain an audience. Too. oh another thing another reason why it's hard to maintain your audience is like and this is what I see a lot of youtubers they uh at least on the YouTube and the twitch side of things they struggle with you may have came into the game and when you first started your audience was really young but as your audience gets older as you get older and your audience gets older let's say you're like you came into the game you're like 2021, 20, and your audience is mostly 13 to like 16 year olds as you get older your audience is also getting older so guess what their tastes are gonna change. And that's why you see a lot of these YouTubers that cater to like younger kids and then they just fall off the fucking face of the earth. And that's why I will not cater to no fucking kids. It's true, you can, it is easier to get bigger if you just cater to children because you're catering to a wider pool of people. But the problem with catering to children is they're fickle, their taste change versus an adult who is a little bit more established in life and understands what they want and what they're looking for and kind of more set in their ways Um, so it's like when those those young kids get a little bit older and they leave, you know, the little headasses, they can come over here to that real shit. (laughs) Anyways, um, (laughs) so that's kind of my thoughts on it. Uh, It's definitely harder to maintain an audience versus building one. Oh, and then somebody asked, oh, somebody asked me on Twitter. Hold on, let me bring this tweet up. I need to take a swig of this water real quick. We've been talking for almost an hour. Where, um, shit god damn i lost the tweet i didn't put the link but he was asking me what happened with the essence magazine shit um last year so for those of you unaware uh, i created a video what was it last year or two years ago where i was saying like 10 black streamers that you should watch on twitch for black history month and essence magazine they uh they have a page on snapchat like if you're if you're on snapchat you know they have like those pages for ign fucking essence GameSpot, like all the big publications and shit where they do custom content there and somebody who works for essence made a post on snapchat where they straight up stole my video um and like i wouldn't have had a problem with it um uh, because it's low-key a compliment like like damn you can't even think enough for yourself that you just had to steal my shit but i wouldn't have had a problem if they like Took, just took the list because it could have just been a coincidence right the problem was if you would have read the article and don't go looking for it because it's gone it got deleted uh, which was my their way of acknowledging that bullshit but they didn't apologize but anyways you would if you would have saw the article at the time not only did they steal my list they literally typed out what I said in the video and that's how I knew they stole my shit and not only that but their list was in the same exact order as mine um, so I made a video exposing them or whatever um and he was asking what happened afterwards nothing like i got some emails but i don't want to i got some emails about some behind the scenes things that what might have happened or whatever and who was responsible uh but i i like i'm it's water under the bridge i'm not saying i forgive them i just don't care anymore um it wasn't that big of a deal i if i was white it might have been a big of a deal because but because i'm black people don't pay attention to people like it, it's hard to break outside of the black audience uh and make it like the mainstream like what you got like myth and daquan that's about it at least on the twitch side of things for gaming uh like like i said like like if you saw that tweet that i posted uh the alinity one with the cat i don't give a fuck that shit was funny as fuck the finding alinity documentary with the cat and shit that video was funny as fuck and if a white youtuber or a white twitch streamer posted that shit it would have went fucking super viral like it broke it went like semi-viral outside of my audience But it wouldn't have done, like, the white folks' numbers, bro. If fucking Ninja would have posted that shit, it would have been the funniest fucking shit on the internet. But, you know, niggas don't even want to look your way when you black. So it is what it is. I don't want to get into that whole conversation. (laughs) Um, But nothing happened with the essence shit. Um, It is what it is. Um, I'm trying to think. I will say that, like, uh, I lost some quote-unquote friends from that. People that I thought were friends that I don't fuck with no more. Um, because they didn't take the time to um i got after that situation right me exposing essence a certain someone went on twitter and started ranting about how i was trying to hold black women back um so because if you didn't see the video i featured five black men and five black women and a certain someone went on twitter and went on this whole rant about how i was trying to be a gatekeeper and hold black women back and then it was her and like a couple other little goofy ass nutcases the fucking i call them the, the the Gaming hoteps, the fake woke niggas on fucking Twitter in the gaming community who constantly complain about diversity But really they're just clout chasers. They don't really give a fuck about diversity uh, They just want to be popular and they try to hide behind why aren't there more black people and all this shit like that is an issue But I don't think that's an actual issue to them. They're just clout chasers, but anyways um, Yeah, she went on this whole rant and I, I took I took personal issue with that because I've had issues with this person on stream before uh, and never once did i embarrass this person like i would pull them aside in a one-on-one conversation like an adult and tell them why they was wrong um and fucking the moment this person had thought she had an issue with me she went on twitter and tried to air me out or expose me and then she ended up being wrong and the worst part about it what really pissed me off is she had the nerve to go on the twitter timeline And try to paint me as someone who's trying to hold black women back, which anybody who knows anything about me, you know, I'm one of the most pro-black people out there. I literally do a video every year during February for uh, recommending black content creators. Fucking GI is all black people. My Twitch stream, it's all black people, except for fucking... uh, chaos. He's Mexican. Close enough. <laughs> so it's like I'm like one of the most pro-black content creators on the fucking platform, and they try to create this image that I was trying to hold black women back simply because I was asking for credit to the content that I fucking created. And it turns out that that person, what pissed me off is, turns out that person not only was they wrong, but they could have saved face and not looked like an idiot if they would have did it. They didn't even watch the video that uh, that I created with the evidence that I presented. They just assumed that I was trying to down black women or try to hold them back or create drama or some shit like that. So they didn't even look into what I was talking to. They didn't look into any accusations. They just took the other team's side. They took it as I was trying to hold them back because this person was just excited that Essence Magazine uh, shouted them out. Not realizing that the only reason that they shouted them out, shouted that person out, was because they found my video and fucking stole it. But she was trying to act like I was trying to, some type of gatekeeper trying to hold black people back. It's like, no, I want credit for my work. That has nothing to do with women, nothing with doing with being black. It's about you stole my fucking work. And anybody who gets their work stolen and wants credit for it, bro. I wouldn't even been mad if they stole my list and then just put at the bottom of the article credit to the black Okage for this list that's all they had to do it really wasn't that fucking deep bro i'll give me my fucking clout because anybody who knows i've known i've been working hard as fuck at what i do and like as a, as, a, as a black person you got to do five times as much work to get half as fucking back bro half back what what the other side of the fucking content creation community gets bro you got to fly to where they can just fucking crawl and walk bro um so, and then what pissed me off about that situation, one more thing, like I said, they didn't look into the situation and find out, but once they realized they were wrong, literally like a year later, this person deems me apologizing, saying that they're working on themselves and shit like that. And I don't like that shit. Like, I appreciate the apology, but I don't like that shit because you had the nerve to hop on the timeline and try to air me out in public. You should give me a public apology. But you wanna come in? Oh, I've been humbled. You wanna DM me? No, you should have DM me when you thought you had an issue with me at first. And that's that goofy ass shit I be talking about, bro. Y'all see, I rarely get involved in drama because anytime I have a problem with anybody, I DM them. I call. If I got your number, I'm gonna call you and I'm gonna talk to you like an adult because a lot of things are really not that fucking serious. But now, you, but you had the nerve to try to air me out on the timeline, and it turns out you was wrong, and you ended up looking stupid. And instead of issuing a public apology. You want to try to fucking DM me on the low and apologize? No, that's not how that works, bro. It's fuck you now, bro. That's how that shit works. And it's not even like I don't even want to say fuck you. I wish everybody the well because I think this person needs help that I'm talking about, um, which is none of y'all fucking business. Uh, I wish that person well, but I'm not fucking with you no more. Let me put it that way, dog. You got in this world, you got about one. You get treated how people treat you. Let people treat you, bro. I will not be a victim. And you got about one time to try me, and you tried me. Uh, so it is what it is. That's, that's what happened with that shit It's water under the bridge. I really don't care that much. I'm gonna keep it moving. That person is struggling. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> the real will always rise. Um, anyways, and last but not least, what I got on my fucking podcast notes is yo, if you listening to this fucking podcast, if you're wearing red shit, I might've wore red on stream one time. You might be part of the nine Trey bloods. I know y'all seen this, dog. This motherfucker, Snitch969, is snitching on everybody. So I'm letting you know right now. If you have any pictures of you at the company picnic wearing red, uh, at the family reunion wearing red, you better burn them pictures. Delete the hard drive. Delete your fucking account off the cloud. Because... Fucking Daniel Hernandez is fucking snitching on everybody, bro. And he might accuse you of being a blood, bro. And the craziest shit about this, I know y'all know what I'm talking about. It's like I don't want to get too much into this because it's been this has been this horse has been beaten. Uh 6 9 is just snitching on everybody. I think the craziest thing that's came out about this that I've seen in the news was um fucking they said that. Not only was he not like a like a gang member, they were just using him basically to as a, as a cash cow. But they were saying that he never even met the Bloods were, that were in the Gummo video. He testified in court. He didn't meet the Bloods that were in the Gummo video until the day of the video shoot. He literally showed up to that part of Brooklyn, wherever they were at. And he handed out red rags. And they was like, all right, you gang. And they shot the video. And I don't think they knew how much. I don't think they thought that that video was gonna blow up as big as it did bro that shit is wild and he was testifying this motherfucker was giving exact streets and names and shit where that music video was shot at anybody who lives on that block that was wearing a red bandana you better fucking move bro move out the state because your life is in danger dog this motherfucker now now the police know where all the dirt is done because this motherfucker gave away everybody's info they got um They got, uh, he accused Cardi B of being a blood, which is, like, everybody was getting mad about that, but I'm like, she wears red in her videos all the time, and there's literally videos where she talks, literally songs where she talks about this. I was like, like, whatever about that. The surprise one for me was he, he, uh, accused Jim Jones of being a blood, and that one was a surprise to me, too, because I'm like, isn't that motherfucker, like, 45, like, this motherfucker gangbanging at 45, I guess he's, like, OG or whatever, and then the fucking audio came out, the tape came out, they have fucking, uh, was it Jim Jones on the phone? He was the one. So for those of you don't six nine got kidnapped. He was the one that called for the violation of six nine, bro. <sighs> this man named Casanova. I think he named Fifty Cent. <sighs> man, if you were in red. Matter of fact, my this I'm on the video version of this fucking podcast. Where's my fucking phone at, bro? The video version of this podcast. We got like kind of a pinkish red background. Oh my God, I'ma have to change the background real quick. I can't find my phone. If I could find my phone, I w- Oh yeah, I dropped it. Hold up. Ugh. I'm about to change the background right now, bro. If you haven't seen it, when the video version, you think I'm playing, hold up. we are gonna change this shit to blue, right? Oh no, now I look like a crip, damn. All right, let's change it to, no, no, let's change it to green. Green is neutral, green is neutral. I'm changing the background of my fucking podcast on the video version because I had kind of a reddish background on the recording for the video version. This motherfucker might think I'm a blood now, so I got I got a green background for the rest of this podcast. Not that it's going to be much longer, but they got Jim Jones on the fucking wiretap, bro. Oh my god. They was like, yo, violate him because he wildin'. He wildin'. And now the new rumor is Jim Jones is an informant because they were like, how did they get the audio of him talking about violating or whatever? And I don't know about that. There's no merit to that. Like, There's no rumor. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt his phone could have just been tapped because um they takashi testified he said that he was cooperating with the feds the day that he got arrested like the day after he got arrested this motherfucker got arrested they had him in holding he woke up the next morning he's like ah, i'm ready to tell (laughs) oh my god bro Oh my god so I don't know maybe he is an informant maybe he's not Jim Jones I'm gonna give him the benefit of doubt until some more info comes out and say maybe they had his phone tapped um, because another rumor going around is there's a possibility that six 69 was a, a industry plant that the police planted him there to infiltrate the nine trays and get more info on what's going on in the criminal element in New York um, if anything that you can get out of this is kind of what I kind of agree with Mao 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 uh was saying on the joe the joe button podcast he was saying that the streets is a myth 100 bro like the streets is supposed to there's supposed to be this whole you know unwritten code about if you do dirt with somebody you both do time no snitching don't get or don't get your man's in trouble or if you get caught up and both of you did dirt and he didn't get caught don't get your man's in trouble but like he was saying the streets is a myth bro and it's crazy too that like it took this whole trial for people to see that I've been known the streets as a myth. Have you motherfuckers not seen an episode of The First 48? This show has been on the air for like 15 years. You think I'm playing? Google The First 48 and watch one episode. It'd be like five niggas on one episode telling, bro. The nigga commit a murder with his mans. He gets caught by the police 24 hours later. Soon as he sits down, he starts singing like a canary. And you motherfuckers be talking about stop snitching. Now, you motherfuckers been snitching. You motherfuckers been snitching. So all I'm saying is... It's it doesn't pay to do crime in fucking 2019. This shit is I'm gonna be honest, being a criminal is fucking stupid in 2019, 2020, and beyond. And the reason being is the way that technology has advanced so far. We live in a big bear a big brother era, and it's only gonna get worse because 5G is coming. And 5G, I don't know if you've seen like some of the tests that I've seen online, uh from early 5G phones. The internet speed is faster than a lot of the internet speed that y'all got at home Now it's not faster than mine because I got a thousand up a thousand down. I got that fiber internet But um, I seen one video where uh, the 5g phone was getting 300 up 300 down on the internet That's really fucking good. You can live stream from that phone. No problem 1080p 60fps. That's really good fucking internet, man Um, So it's like 5g is coming cameras are everywhere We're living in a big brother era where everything is only gonna get worse And it just doesn't pay to be a criminal nowadays. Like, I get it. The whole mafia back in the day. The Irish mob. The Italian mob. You had the black mob. The Mexican mob. You had all these criminal organizations. Big meats, and all that shit. That were doing crazy shit back then. But, like, I... The reason I feel like I feel like you can't get you can't get too excited about all those crazy war stories you hear about the mob back in the day and all these criminal organizations because the reason the shower posse or anybody got away. Like I watch a lot of gangster documentaries if you can't tell by the reason, by the way, Uh, the reason a lot of these organizations got away with what they did was not because they were intelligent. Let's be real. The reason they got away is because of the era that they lived in. If you were a gangster in the 40s, during the Al Capone era, whenever he was, uh, I think it was the 40s or the 20s or something like that. It was nothing to shoot somebody. Like, let's say, like, especially because there probably weren't as many police uh, precincts in each city. It was nothing to shoot somebody miles away from the police precinct and go throw his body in the water because there's no cameras. And then on top of that, you got the whole neighborhood scared or you're paying off the neighborhood. Um, So it was easy to get away with shit. And then on top of that, back then when the when the mob was going crazy the only thing that they had was fucking fingerprints there was no fucking dna evidence and shit there was none that's 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 part of the reason why so many black men are locked up fucking you got people you got women out here screaming rape that never happened but you got dna evidence freeing dudes fucking 30 years later like that shit is crazy I, what am i talking about the point I'm being is it doesn't pay to be a criminal. I get the stories are sexy and shit like that. But like they got away with a lot of shit that they did because of the era that they lived in. The mob, the mob would not be as lit today as they are today. I mean, as they were back then. Um, and that's just the honest truth because it's so hard to get away with shit. Um, but hey, if you choose to still commit crimes, that's on you. I'm not jo- I'm not going to jail and getting namely raped just so you can listen to Usher. Um, and this has been, um, episode 21, I think (laughs) of Hokage Thought. (laughs) Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. That's all I got on my podcast notes. I'm tired of talking. It's been well over an hour. I never know how long these episodes are actually going to be. I get worried looking at my notes and then like, I get to talking and I freestyle so much that it, it ends up being better than what I thought it would be. So hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, please remember to rate the show five stars on Apple podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, Stitcher or any other app, please open up my podcast on Apple and rate it five stars. You don't even got to listen to it because you already listening to it on spotify or whatever just rate it five stars it's the easiest way to help this show grow it helps me move up in the algorithm for those of you unaware. um hopefully you guys can do that for me it only takes five seconds um what's the name what else do i want to uh music i don't have anything that's all i got that's that's all i got i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm tired of talking hopefully you guys enjoy it rate the podcast five stars and uh, i'll see you guys on the next episode of hokage thoughts